Sick. Bashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. Hi, welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. I am your host, Shiana. Welcome back. Um, so I've been sitting with, you know, exactly what to discuss all the time. Um, not even all the time, but just like on a regular basis, because here's what happens. I end up sitting with all the ideas that I've, I've actually typed them up. Um, I have a whole list of topics to cover. <clears throat> and then I don't know what to talk about. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. I even have them in alphabetical order, actually, to make it easier for me to see what I have talked about already. Um, and then I just get overwhelmed. So then I'm like, mm, I'm not going to talk about anything at all. So um, I'm not sure if some of that has to do with um, this little confession of mine. I was taking Adderall. I was I was on Adderall. I was on Adderall for a couple years, actually. And uh, at the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I don't feel like I can be this, this person, this guide, you know, suggesting alternative therapies, suggesting alternative approaches, um, you know, empowering others. And, and not that I necessarily say, you know, like medicine is the devil. I say it has its part in our lives. But... I don't want people reliant on it, right? And I didn't have to take Adderall every day. And for the most part, like, you know, people can buy Adderall sometimes. But, like, I felt weird. Like, I felt like I wasn't in the right place to to share, like, some of these tips and stuff when I was still taking that. So in saying that, um, sometimes it, it very much looks and feels and shows that I no longer take Adderall. (laughs) So uh, I've been adjusting to that. I've been adjusting to, um, you know, the other the other techniques that are available, the other um, help that's available out there to incorporate more holistic approaches to ADHD. And I clearly don't have like the hyperactive one, like I could sit still all day. Um, But what I also learned in human design was I have an open head center and an open root center. And if you guys have been listening, some of you have gotten in touch with me and mentioned that you've looked into your human design and you shared your, uh, your profile type with me and whatnot. <clears throat> and if you have an open or undefined head center or un- undefined root center, if you have that combination, you more than likely have ADHD. Um, an open head center is, uh, prone to thinking about things that don't matter. And an open root center is being in a hurry to be free of the pressure. So that combination is, mm, it's not great sometimes. Um, so it's a matter of figuring out, you know, when to make time to think about things that don't matter, which sounds bizarre also, but you know, 
dedicate some time to meditation for that, which I have been meditating regularly. You know, I can't be on here telling everyone to meditate and hydrate if I'm not doing the same. So I do meditate regularly. Um, I'm still very much into Muji meditations. And uh, I've gotten back, I left Insight Timer alone for a little bit. I'm not really sure why. But I've gotten back into Insight Timer. Um, That was one of the apps that I actually recommended at the very beginning of this podcast um, for those that are new to meditation. And just um, even journaling the thoughts that come to mind throughout the day. And that's something that I do. I actually have uh, have a little notebook that says idea journal and shit. And anytime I have an idea, uh, no matter how grand it is, and it, it usually is pretty out there, um, that's the way my mind is set up, I write it down. And then it's interesting because I've gone back to that idea journal, like I've written things down. And, you know, like right this moment, I don't even know where it is. Like, I don't think it's in my purse. It's in here somewhere. But I will go back to that notebook and just flip through the pages. And I'm like, oh, shit oh shit, this has happened already. So that goes back to me reminding you guys to write that shit down. You know, no matter how grand of an idea it may seem in your head, um, I'm still, okay, except for those like local rappers, I'm still, I don't don't know how to encourage them just yet. I'm sure there's a place. um, Maybe dedicate that time to like creative writing or something. I'm not really sure about that just yet. But who am I to speak on that? I'm not a rapper. Not that I know of. I might could wrap that anyway. Um, but I encourage those that have dipped and dived, dove, one of those words, um, into their human design. If you have an open head center, like for sure, you need to be writing things down throughout the day because your mind is going all over the place all the time. And also on uh, an Adderall ADHD tip, um, I feel like in the future I'll have, you know, like a physician or even. Uh, my acupuncture friend Noemi come on here and talk about it to give more of the the sciency bits behind it, but um, it's not good for you. It's not. And you know, I talk about medical medium, and I follow a lot of his work and some of the protocols he's recommended. And uh, you know, even in his words, he mentions that a lot of these mental health disorders, um, you know, like. <sighs> Everything from ADHD to autism to um, what else? Uh, Different anxieties and um, Alzheimer's. All of those are related to heavy metals being in your body. And it makes sense when you think about, you know, the age group currently that are experiencing Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, You know, the, the time that they grew up in, if you think about even as far back as like dental work that they received, medications that they've taken over the years, all of those add up and increase the heavy metals in your body. And we're, you know, we're supposed to be a, a whole bunch of water and some green stuff most of the time. Not metals. We're not supposed to have those in our body. So just that little tidbit. Um, but one of the things that I did learn for my ADHD, uh, of all the places, I didn't learn it from the physician that was recommending and prescribing me my medication, by the way. And if you're listening and you are taking Adderall, you already know, you're probably not going to get these tips from your physician. Um, you know, I've, I very much felt like 
It was, you know, oh, hey, how are you? What's going on? Here's your prescription. Next visit. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Here's your prescription. Anything new? Here's your prescription. So I don't know how many other stories are out there like that, but like that's not the relationship that you want to have with somebody taking care of you, right? You want somebody that is getting to the root cause of it all. And, you know, for for my um, ADHD, for instance, a lot of that can be changed with diet, exercise, exercise for sure. But the other tip that I learned of all places was Clubhouse. So if you are on Clubhouse, I'm on there. You can come and follow me. Um, but I learned of the Pomodoro Technique. And the Pomodoro Technique, I'll set a timer on my phone for 25 minutes and do 25 minutes of work and then five minutes of rest. 25 minutes of work and five minutes of rest. And, you know, I'm also big into healing frequencies. I've played, you know, I have Spotify. That's my go-to. And I will go on Spotify and type in focus or type in, um, uh, what else? Like focus frequencies or something like that. And I'll play some of that while I'm, I'm getting shit done. So, but for sure, the Pomodoro technique is what has helped me tremendously. It's just a matter of, you know, actually setting the timer on your phone to get the shit done. Um, So hopefully that helps somebody, but I don't want, you know, like, I also spoke to a friend um, who's a psychologist and I was explaining how like guilty I felt about taking Adderall um, over the years and and how I felt like, you know, how am I in this field and, and taking this medication? And then she even said, you know, you weren't ready to be off of it yet. And so I'm also sharing that because some of these medications that people end up on, you know, they're not supposed to be for the long term. They're just supposed to be temporary until you find a better solution for what works for your life, what might work for others might not work for you. And for me, Adderall wasn't working anymore. Like I felt like, yes, I felt like superwoman. I could get shit done all day, always. But that's also not a realistic way to live life. Like we're supposed to rest. We're supposed to make the most of our time. We're supposed to be intentional with our time. So if anything, it has made me more aware of being more intentional with my time, even though you know, I've joked with my friend Brooke, like, at some point, it's, you know, like 10am, and then it's 2pm. And then it's 5pm. So I'm not really sure what the deal is with time. I've also discovered that people with ADHD have like this misconception of time. But you know, you know, I'm always I'm one of those people that's saying time is an illusion anyway, so it's fine. Um, But in saying that, like, It's learning to be aware of the time that it takes for you to complete tasks and actually dedicate the time to those in a manner that works for you. So like for me, um, and I'm jumping back to human design with this too, if you don't know your human design yet, sorry about that. But um, you can go on mybodygraph.com and discover it and you can ask me some questions if you want. But um, one of the other things is if you are a... Um, Like if you're a manifesting generator or a generator, so you have the sacral authority, writing out your to-do list in the day and asking yourself if you have time for this. 
So like, I'll look at the to-do list and say, okay, do I have time for this? Yes or no. Do I have time for this? Yes or no. Do I have time for this? Yes or no. And that has helped tremendously in um, this shift without the medicine. So uh, it's also helped tremendously for uh, people. <laughs> like, do I, do I have time for their shit today? Yes or no. It's, um, it's really life-changing, really. So maybe if you're not even a manifesting generator or you don't know your human design, um, maybe you don't even take Adderall and you're trying to figure out a different way to make a to-do list. That is a great little technique. Ask yourself at the start of the day if you have the energy for that. And you can go with yes or no. Like, I'm very much not a maybe person. Not to say I'm like, everything's black and white. I know there's a whole bunch of gray area for some shit. But I can tell you yes or no. I don't need a maybe. And that's why when, um, you know, as I've been pivoting out of massage and, and clients are like, well, okay, well, let me, let me know if you change your mind. No. I have a lot of time to think about a lot of things. So when I tell you, like I have decided on something, understand that I have given it all the thought there is to give. I have prayed about it. I have written things down about it. I have talked to my people. When I say my people, you know, my my angels, spirit guides, God, all of that. My friends, my circle. I have done all of the work before I have reported back to you, for the most part, um, my decision. So... If I give you a yes or a no, so on another note of speaking on um, on things that I've said, um, somebody was t- a friend of mine was talking to me recently about the podcast that I was on years and years and years ago. Um, I won't get into that all the way today. For those who know me, know of the podcast I'm referring to, and I said, you know what? That is that's when I I truly grew up. Like I. The backstory is I ended up on a podcast um, with some pretty, pretty famous people now. And uh, I didn't realize I was being recorded at the time. And um, fast forward to them asking me a question about somebody. And I didn't say very nice things about this person. And yes, I'm this kind spirit, beautiful soul now, but... um, I've always had a mouth on me, so um, there's that. But in saying that, I didn't apologize for it. You know, I was very much sorry it was so public, but also I'm not taking it back. And uh, y'all, I had oh, I had threats. I had threats galore. I had death threats on Twitter. I had um, people ready to fight me. Me, a little, little kind, kind-hearted Shiana, but not all the way, because I've always had a mouth on me. So, um, yeah, I, I've done a lot of growing up over the last, uh, that was probably, I don't even know what year that was. It was a long time ago. It was at least 2013, probably. I do remember vividly uh, one of the things I was called, which still sticks in my mind to this day, and... Um, if I scrolled back in my phone far enough, I'm sure, or if I like look in another phone, I probably still have the screenshot somewhere, but it's probably even best that I don't, you know, engage in that energy because of how my life is set up. But just to share with you a little piece, um, I was called a poodle face bitch, a poodle face. And now, now I have a whole poodle 
that people often say I look like. And that's fine. And even when I read Poodle Face Bitch, I laughed about it. Like, I was hurt, like, a little bit. But then I was like, you know what? You know what? Poodles are actually really beautiful dogs. (laughs) So it's fine. It's fine. So I'll be a Poodle Face Bitch if I need to. uh, Because everybody says that my dog is beautiful. So I'll take that Um, compliment. I mean, that's really what it was, I guess. I think it was supposed to hurt my feelings, but... (sighs) Lord have mercy. People are like... People now in my life are all very much on the same, you know, like just do right and don't hurt anybody. Like that's where I'm at in my life. So I don't get that sort of energy in my life anymore. It's draining, you know, to have people in your life that have this like victim mentality and, you know, nothing that they do is right because they're living wrong. You know, like if they speak negatively about you and about their themselves all day, all the time, nothing good is going to come from that. So on switching gears with all of that, uh, me speaking or, you know, thinking to myself about all the things, because all of this time that I have in here to think, you know, I had this aha moment the other day of of some of the things like over the years that I've gone through and what has led me here. And what has brought me to this space today? And like, you know, I remember like, did you guys, I don't know if if other people had like career day, you know, like third grade, like who did you want to be in third grade? Who'd you want to be in third grade? I, (laughs) I wanted to be Oprah. I dressed up in this red suit, like this ill-fitting, very oversized red blazer with a matching red skirt. I wish I could find the video of it. It has still not been located yet, but I wanted to be Oprah. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen there's this post somewhere that says like, you know, remember the things that you prayed for, like you have them now or, you know, something along those lines. I'm fucking that all up. But I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, not to say I'm Oprah um, because I'm nowhere near there. But, you know, when you think about some of the things that she's talked about over the years, like even when I was doing some research on colloidal silver, because that's one of the um, alternative uh, medicine options that I I suggest people have in their medicine cabinet. Um, When I Googled colloidal silver, I saw that Oprah had a guest on her show, you know, forever ago who died from colloidal silver from ingesting too much and turned blue. But I was like, oh, shit, I'm really out here living this Oprah life coming up. You know, I still got a lot more time in the game to go. And hopefully, like, you know, I, I think I'd prefer to be like a sexy Oprah, you know, like still very much respected and looked up to and like has this whole empire. But like, you know, yeah. She's she's like Oprah, but but not like I, you know, I won't be one of them, like still respected, but like mm, mm, that thing thing in. You see Shiana with that thing thing in like I want that balance. So I don't think there's like a sexy Oprah out there, but I mean, sign me up. I'll take that job. I'll be sexy Oprah out here talking about holistic living and self-awareness and spreading all the good vibes and putting people on to all kinds of alternative approaches. But like, also, I look good in a bikini. Like, I'll take that, you know, 
like, I feel like that's a good step in the right direction for where I'm headed. Like, I'm, I'm about to be sexy Oprah, y'all. Now, mm-mm. Let me, let me correct myself. You know, I'm, I'm big with words. I am a sexy Oprah. Mm. Mm. See the difference? See how that felt? Anyway. Um, so yeah, so I was just, I had these like ahas of like, who I wanted to be in third grade and like what I was doing now. And I remember just thinking forever ago, like, you know, if I don't get my face famous, I at least want my name famous. And, you know, like I've, I've been able to get, with the exception of Snapchat, still a little bitter about that. Like I've been able to secure my name on a lot of social media platforms. I was able to, uh, to lock in Shiana.com. So like, you know, these intentions that I've, I've set out years ago, like they, the, the shit's coming into fruition, guys. It, the shit's happening. So, and the way my life is set up, you know, like I know things and I, the things that I'm seeing happening, and, well, let me rewind because I don't necessarily see, um, I do have friends that can see things. I don't necessarily see, I feel. So, um, clairsentience, if you're, if you're familiar with any of those gifts. Um, so I feel what's happening and feel what's shifting currently in my life. And, um, yeah, like, so one of the things was like, I also, I also thought about like what brought me here, you know, and what took me so long to get here, what brought me here and what are like, what is my resume look like? Right. Because a lot of people now are like, well, you know a lot about it, or not a lot of people, but, um, let me not lie to y'all. But people have asked me like how I know the things that I know. And um, what happens is like I go into this deep dive. Once I find out about some specific topic, I want to know all of the things there is to know about it. And then I'm done with it. I'll, you know, it'll probably come up in like casual conversation later. But to give you a history of like my resume, Prior to God, I haven't had to update a resume in years. Thank, thank you, God, for that. Um, but before I was doing what I'm currently doing, um, I was working. All right, my first job was in like a clothing store in the mall, and then fast forward to like my first real job was at a hospital in the ER doing registration. So I saw people come in with all kinds of different diagnoses, different symptoms. Um, I had experience like discovering the shittiness of insurance and not having insurance and even having insurance and still the shittiness that came with that sometimes. Don't get me started on insurance things. Um, I saw like, you know, even some of the the symptoms that were listed on people's uh, intake forms and then what they got diagnosed with when they were leaving. Like for instance, um, UTIs. I had no idea that people with UTIs would have like, you know, would would suffer from fevers and, and be delirious and forgetful. Like things that I learned then I can apply to life now. Um, after the ER, I, I worked in a doctor's office. Then I worked for a gynecologist. So like I have, um, some information stored in that file cabinet in my brain of, you know, different, uh, hormonal disorders, um, different diseases, different, approaches to like, um, you know, there were a lot of people that had like bladder slings at some point. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, and I didn't know that there were physical therapists that exist that help with pelvic strengthening. Um, I didn't know that there were tools available. I mean, I, I 
have known that for quite some time now. But back then, I didn't know that there were tools available that people could even have um, their insurance cover to strengthen their pelvic floor muscle. Like there's physical therapists out there that specialize in pelvic floor strengthening exercises and pelvic floor work. Um, And I was like, what? The things that, so now like fast forward to, you know, this year even, uh, I had that foundational reading with my human design. And one of the things that she was talking about was um, how in my design, there was a lot of like priestess energy and um, somebody familiar with womb healing. And I was like, wait a fucking minute. So perhaps this is why I've learned some of this thing, you know, some of these things to to use this information for later. Um, just like I've spoken before about, you know, there's women out here that can't have orgasms and and it's upsetting to me because I'm sorry for that. But knowing what I know now because of the years of, you know, these jobs that I've had, it makes sense why I had them. Like it led me to this. Um, it led me to this understanding of female anatomy because then, you know, outside of female anatomy, then I went to massage school after all those jobs went to massage school, 10 years of massaging. So obviously familiar with anatomy, but then in discovering my own healing journey, when I was uh, put on steroids and all the other medications that made me gain 20 pounds and be miserable, uh, my own healing journey led me to connecting all of those. Like it led me to realize how much the body and the mind are connected and how getting to the root cause of these issues are what changes things. So all of this tied in together gave me a hell of an aha moment sometime last week when, and I've been told like I can channel information, still haven't all the way figured out what what that entails, how that looks. I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, like one of those people that's just writing down information in like this foreign looking handwriting because it's not really my own handwriting. It's getting channeled from people. I don't know if you've seen that kind of stuff, but anyway, what came to mind the other day? And I was like, I know this wasn't from like my own head. This for sure came from a higher source, but I realized as I'm stepping into this person that I'm supposed to be, this person that all of this, all of the resume work that I just listed has led me to, even the mouth on me, you know, the good, bad, the ugly, um, purpose, privilege. I have purpose, privilege. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. So I don't know how into past lives you may be if you even believe in them. If you don't believe in them, however, may I suggest, not may I, you're listening to me, so you're going to listen to this, right? Um, Check out on Netflix, it's called Surviving Death, and um, there's a couple episodes on there that I think there's like eight episodes, but there's a couple episodes on there that I was okay not seeing, especially at midnight, um, living near the woods. Uh, Maybe skip over those ones about, you know, the ectoplasm stuff and like the seances. I could have lived without those. However, they did discuss near-death experiences and how people, you know go to the light and what that's like and what they experience. But they also shared stories on, um, on people with past lives and like how 
For instance, there was this one kid that he remembered his name in this park he used to play in and told his mom, like, oh, yeah, I I used to go to that park before I died. And, um, you know, she looked up who he said he was years ago. And I think the kid had died like 10, 11 years prior to that incident. So, you know, when I when I'm big on energy and talking about energy, how it's just transmuted, energy never dies. Like, I really mean that shit. Um, And then I just wonder, like people now with past lives, like at least (laughs) at least the information is available and it is out there now. But like it makes me wonder years and years and years ago, like libraries, like where did people go to like look up past lives? Um, did they just talk to a psychologist? Like, what did a psychologist say? Like, who who did these people go to to talk to about this? Anyway, Surviving Death on Netflix, check it out. So even if you don't believe in past lives, it is a good um, resource to maybe, maybe change your mind about that because I believe in them. So I've discussed with some people how I was a shaman in a past life, uh, which makes sense because I'm big on plant medicine and education about it. Um, but... If if you've dipped into past life stuff or if you've dipped into just the spirituality life in general, um, you know, one of the theories that goes around is like we've we've chosen our own paths before we were here. Like we've chosen our our career. We've chosen our names, all of that. So, again, I have a lot of time to think to myself. Right. And um it it put me in this whole like okay if if i chose my name if i chose my path like you know what did what did that look like and i was like okay it makes sense that i chose shiana because shiana <laughs> because i can say shiana dick and shiana chair and shiana bike like it's funny it's fun it's catchy um it gave me a way to to lock in all those social media handles um because it's a different name that not many others have um, of course, I chose Shiana. Of course, I chose a path that's that's going to put me in the limelight, right? Uh, of course, I did that. But in saying all of that, you know, I gave you my resume to also include that I'm just now getting comfortable being in my light. Okay, like I've had what is that? At least fifteen years of um of just like work that I wasn't not that I wasn't supposed to be doing but work that I was doing that got me to where I am now right so when I worked at the hospital of course I had a uniform when I worked as a massage therapist of course like I didn't necessarily have to have a uniform but I wasn't in anything that like necessarily showed my personality right like I might could jazz it up with some eye makeup maybe um, but for the most part, like I needed to wear dark clothes in case I s- started sweating during the, during the session or whatever. Um, and I was in the dark a lot, right? Like you're not getting a massage in, in fluorescent lighting. So I was in the dark and for the most part, I was quiet for the session. Like unless I was engaging with the client on the table, um, unless we were having a conversation, I was quiet. So again, a lot of time to think. So when there's hesitation with me doing this work, when there's hesitation with me being on camera, which I enjoy it, don't get me wrong, it's still just overwhelming, right? Um, Because it's still very new. Like I know in my gut that this was the path that I've chosen to take. I know in my heart 
that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. However, because of the path that got me here, I'm still practicing. So I'm still practicing getting comfortable talking to people. I still get like, not anxiety, but when I'm talking to certain individuals, not necessarily like a group of people, um, but there's times that like even my energy feels like jittery on the inside of my body. Not necessarily anxiety, but just a lot of energy. And, you know, because I do energy work, I'm like, all right, how do I transmute that? What do I do with that? And that's still new because I'm still stepping into this this line of work. I'm still stepping into my own light. So as I am learning that, <laughs> I'm sharing these tips with you, obviously, um, but just to show like, I do know that I'm, I'm making the right decisions with the work that I'm doing. I do know that I'm supposed to be with this podcast. I'm supposed to have um, a lot of other big things coming my way. Like I feel it you, and you feel it if you're listening. So shout out to you. But yeah, just give me a little more time. I'm getting there. And I also discovered like the in the healing world, um, Because of the, you see, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Because of the mistrust with um, Western medicine versus alternative therapies and what happens out there with um, the clashing of these sometimes, you know, it it almost puts me, I don't want to say in a, how do I phrase this? I have to be careful I have to be careful. And there's other people that I want on the show that I want to speak about A, B, and C um, that aren't comfortable (laughs) with coming on to talk about things because they have to be even more careful than me. So um, just understand that like, I, I know, I know what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, But also thank you for your patience as I'm sorting it out. It was actually a year ago this week, uh, just a few days ago to be exact, um, that I wasn't sure whether or not I should start a podcast. I wasn't sure, like, you know, last year we were, we were all at home right now. Right. And I wasn't sure, like, all right, there's a podcast class available that Carla, shout out to Carla, uh, was offering and I wasn't working yet. Like I definitely wasn't massaging. I didn't know, how I was going to be getting money in the near future for even things like rent, groceries, um, you know, basic necessities. And I remember seeing the class and I was like, ooh, ooh, I want to take it. But that's probably not a wise decision right now, Shiana. Like, you don't know when you're going to work again. You don't know what kind of financial help, if any, you're going to get, yada, yada, yada. And then I said to myself, well, really, to God, um, okay, like, if I'm supposed to take this class you know, please give me the money for it because I don't know where it's going to come from. I shit you not within, it might've been 24 hours. It was at least two days. Let me say that at least 48 hours time span. Um, that one of my clients reached out and said, Hey, um, I'm not really sure like when we'll get back to, you know, being able to have a massage, but you know, can I go ahead and help in the meantime? Can I go ahead and pay for my massage in advance? Uh, will that help you out at all? And I was like, you sure can. The amount that was paid for the massage, because 
you know, I, I was doing like CBD oil, cupping therapy, you know, all kinds of different add-ons and stuff. The amount that was paid for the massage was a dollar more than the class that I took for this podcast. Today, I was in my feelings about, you know, like, am I really making the right decision moving forward, leaving massage? Am I doing the right thing? Like, am I supposed to be doing it this way? Yada, yada, yada. Please give me a sign, God, like that's not on Instagram because, you know, Instagram can get you caught up real quick and you could see any sort of motivational thing and be like, "Mm, that's a sign right there. But no, I got very specific. I was like, please give me a sign, a direct sign that I cannot say was not a direct sign from you and let it not be on Instagram. All right. So as I am like scrolling through pictures because somebody did post something about ROTC and I was like, oh, let me let me scroll back and find this picture of me in ROTC. Yeah. Fun fact. I was in ROTC for, for three years. Um, mm-hmm, three years. So I was like, let me find this picture of me in ROTC. So I'm scrolling, 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 because again, years ago, right? And I shit you not, this picture pops up and it's a picture from a continuing education course that I took. It was the very first continuing education course that I took for massage um, in 2014 and it was April of 2014 and um, it was a class on Qigong and I took a picture in the class of a slide that they were going over and the picture said, a direct sign from God. <laughs> um, because basically the slide that they were showing was like, you could ask God for a sign and ask him for a direct sign that seems so, you know, so out there. There's no, de- there's no denying that it was the sign that you asked for. So, you know, if you're new to manifesting or if you're new to like playing, playing games with the universe, because, you know, you're supposed to make it fun let me encourage you to do that. (laughs) You know, ask for some guidance with something and ask for a direct sign. You could even like specify what sign. Um, I know I had a a reader years ago and she said that a friend of hers asked for like pink elephants. They wanted a pink elephant to be seen if that was like a sign to move forward with something, right? And then they kept seeing pink elephants everywhere. So you can either ask for a direct sign or you can specify exactly what sign you would like, right? And listen, like when I say, (laughs) when I say that shit works, like my mouth dropped when I saw that, like, I didn't know what to, and you see, you see, I can say a lot. I didn't know what to say. Cause I was just like, (laughs) got it. Okay. Cause it literally said a direct sign from God. Literally the words on the screen say a direct sign from God. So. Purpose privilege. Get into it. If you haven't gotten into it yet, if you're not living your life with these like blessings just pouring in and just these things happening that just magically happen and just seem to be miracles and you're wondering how the fuck you're making it work, maybe you need to reevaluate your purpose. Maybe you need to reevaluate what you're moving into. Because for me, my life is full of blessings and 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 privilege and i know that that word gets a bad reputation because of what it's associated with but i'm here to say purpose privilege is where it's at purpose privilege will have you in the rooms that you thought you could only dream of being in it'll have you like making money 
buttloads of money that you didn't even know you could make. It will have you like, just like, how the fuck did that happen? Ing in your head a lot. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did I make this work? How the fuck? Purpose privilege. Seriously, get into it. And if I can help you along the way, by all means, I, you know, I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, that's what I'm stepping into now. Some more coaching work. I don't really like the term coaching, so think of me as a guide. Um, but I have some events coming up in the near future. I actually have another full moon group Reiki that's taking place on April 27th at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It is pay what you can. Um, so for those who haven't had an in- individual session with me, a one-on-one session, and they just want to see what it's about, or maybe you've already participated in the past, it's a good time. Pay what you can, April 27th. Um, and I'm actually meeting with some friends in the near future to discuss some other events that we're going to put together, just like the Who You Call in Holistic event that we had back in December. There's going to be some more of those. Uh, that one included dimensional dowsing, Reiki, and a collective reading. Uh, so look out for that in the future. And also, you know, as outside opens back up, we're going to be planning a retreat. Just so you know. J- like, just so you know that you heard it here first. A retreat is happening. All right? Did you hear me? A retreat is happening. So you can get all the fun, all of the healing, and a retreat. In the future. All right. So put that put that in your in your filing cabinet in your head somewhere. Go ahead and store that away so you know. But you heard it here first. Uh, but yeah. That's all I got to say today. I said a lot, I think. Um, not on my Adderall, so I, I think I said all that I needed to say today. Wait, no, there is one more thing. Um, again, thank you for those that are out there listening to this podcast. I appreciate all of the support I've been receiving. Even outside of the podcast, I've just been... I've been getting like an overwhelming amount of love and support um, coming my way. So I appreciate it. And I want you to know that it hasn't gone unnoticed. Um, And for those that are regular listeners, like say hey sometimes. Because, you know, like I I joke that I'm talking to myself, but I really am like talking to myself. Like I know people are listening and I'm seeing that the numbers are going up. Shout out to y'all. I'm seeing that the numbers are going up. So I know people are regularly regularly listening to me. Um, but like, say hi sometimes, you know, maybe, maybe share what you thought of the episode. Maybe, maybe share that you want to know some more about something so that I can, I can engage with you a little more. You can follow me on Instagram at Shiana, S-H-E-A-N-A-H. Um, you can also email me at go to heal, G-O-T-O-H-E-A-L at Shiana.com. And, um, <clears throat> that'll be listed in the show notes as well. So, but, uh, also leave a review, right? The more reviews that are left, the more my podcast is going to get some awareness and exposure. So thank you for for being you. Remember to meditate and hydrate and uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye.